Hello, everybody. My name is Kyle, and you are listening to the Practical Sales Podcast, a part of Atlanta Grow Solutions and our How's It Growing blog. We specialize in helping businesses in a variety of industries, including B2B SaaS companies, grow their sales results, whether it be through qualified lead generation, sales training and certification, or growth readiness coaching. Over the past few episodes, I've been talking with some of the amazing guests I've had on the podcast so far about the concept of a healthy sales organization. Sales health starts with your hiring and onboarding process and ends with whether you are consistently hitting revenue targets or not. And in the middle, there are topics like sales planning, structuring compensation plans, understanding your competitive differentiators, and even healthy sales skills and knowledge training best practices, which is what my guest and I are going to discuss here today. If you want to benchmark the health of your sales organization, our free assessment from AGS can be found on our website at AtlanticGrowSolutions.com. It takes 10 minutes to complete and would provide you with a great overview of the health of your sales organization, along with the key areas you and the team should be focused on to improve your health moving forward. Kevin Duffer is the VP of Sales and Business Development for Management Concepts, a virtual and instructor-led training company working with organizations like the U.S. federal government. I wanted to get Kevin's take on what a healthy sales organization might look like when it comes to the topic of ongoing skills training and knowledge building for sales teams that sell B2B. So with that, let's jump right into the episode. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me on here as an expert in the world of sales leadership and skilling up employees and team members through various forms of training. As you know, at AGS, we've developed the Sales Health Assessment. It's a free resource for sales leaders to use to benchmark their organization's sales health on over 25 different topics. Today, I wanted to discuss your view of what a truly healthy sales organization may look like when it comes to their sales training and knowledge upgrade strategy. What are really healthy sales organizations doing to improve the skills of their sales teams? Yeah, thank you, Kyle. Uh, Happy to be here. That's that's a big, broad question because there's so many aspects of sales training and learning. I think, in my experience, it's most effective or the most effective organizations are the ones that have integrated their sales training and methodology into the process of their business. I think when they try to be standalone learning events on islands and are not integrated, they, they miss the mark and never really achieve their potential. I also think the training and the model selection has to be really well integrated and, and chosen well to meet the tiers of sales teams. Not every application fits every model. In my personal experience today, I've got three very different tiers of sales folks from very strategic enterprise level to open enrollment. And I think the healthy organization would tailor training to each of those levels with a common terminology, common methodology to the extent possible and also reward and recognize self-development. I also think uh, it has to be tightly integrated with the sales leadership coaching approach. Absolutely. So when it when it comes to uh, the health of that, you're saying that it's really important to make sure that you're providing the right training to the right people and not necessarily taking a one-size-fits-all kind of approach. That, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And I I have, um, through trial and error, I've made some of those mistakes and try to more transactional sales requires a different approach. Some of the Mm -hmm. fundamentals are the same. The conversations are different. 
and the requirement for enterprise knowledge and the ability to connect solution dots are different. Mm -hmm. And and let's let's maybe just take a look at in terms of a sales professional. What what do you feel is the right balance or right mix of that professional taking it um, upon themselves to make sure that they're developing professionally, that they're learning as much as they can, and then shifting that to how how much should the corporation or the organization be responsible? for delivering that training to the sales professional? In that question, I think you have to separate the sales and the sales methodology training from the, the kind of fundamental, the need to know the customer, the need to build relationships, the need to um, use data sources and analytics and things that are available to you. Um, and I think um, the company, is certainly responsible for the methodology part. First and foremost, the company is the, orga the organization is responsible for hiring well and <laughs> putting people in the best place, the best people in the best position to succeed, and then providing them with the tools to succeed, which is that common understanding of whatever the selected methodology is, the integration of that methodology into their sales process and their day to day business the standardization of that terminology across all lines of their business. So there is a common language for forecasting, for pipeline, for conversation, for prospects. The common language, I think, is very important, and that falls upon the organization. I think the other responsibility of the organization is to provide tools, what be they market research tools or survey tools, whatever fits within the budget and the um, alignment and the, the training that's associated with using those and then setting the expectations for the self-development and for what the behaviors are that the high-performing sales folks are expected to execute. And those behaviors are in prospecting, diligence, um, relationship building, tracking, recording, um, and doing your business, your business intelligence, understanding your market and understanding your client. You can set expectations, but that has to be ultimately self-directed. I love that you break it into sort of those two different buckets of, you know, the corporate, the, the organization is responsible for educating those sales teams on the industry and, and the, the advantage that the solution that they provide uh, offers and learning about the competitors, because from, from most sales organizations that you look at, most of that knowledge is probably housed in either the people that have been there the longest or the leadership. And sometimes those are the exact same thing, right? Or the same person. So I, I, I hope, I hope I hear you correctly in saying that that knowledge is really important to transfer down into, uh, into the sales team. Not only did you hear me correctly, you um, clarified some of it, but I, <laughs> another important takeaway though, that the personal responsibility, I think it's critical for somebody to develop to develop their own take, right? You can get messaging from somebody else, but that messaging might not work for you. So mm -hmm. I think individuals have to put the work in to develop and consistently validate their own messaging using their own style to the extent possible. Obviously there's foundational things, but you provide, an individual can provide great feedback to an organization because of the contacts and the messaging they develop. There's never or rarely one message fits all hmm. and the individualism. Um, I think it's important to, to foster that as long as folks are not 
if it works for somebody. Mm. And, and in that messaging too, that might be a specific style to a certain person that hands that to you or shows you that, but there's always learnings that you can take away from that, that you can apply to your own style is, is, is what I'm, is what I'm hearing you say, which I think is key. You are, you are hearing exactly. I, I think some of my best lessons have been watching somebody else present something. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably so much you can learn from that, right? Because it's probably different than the way that you approach it, but it's probably a similar solution that they're presenting. So you can hopefully gather a ton of takeaways from that. Indeed. And if you're, if you're have the luxury of evaluating and looking at the audience, you can also be reading body language and judging how folks respond to it. So then you tailor your own message the next time. Hmm. They weren't engaged at this part. They really liked and got engaged and started writing notes when you talked about this. That's Indeed. that's brilliant. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that information with me and, and our audience about, you know, the health of a sales organization. I know it was a bit of an overview and it's such a such a massive topic that I'm sure we could spend hours talking about. But I really appreciate that from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to Kevin for joining me back on the Practical Sales Podcast for a second time. If you, as a business or sales leader, wish to benchmark your sales organization's health, please visit AtlanticGrowSolutions.com to take the free 10-minute assessment. Here at Atlantic Grow Solutions, our mission is to help sales teams of all shapes and sizes improve any and all aspects of their sales strategy. If there are relevant topics or challenges that you or your team run into regularly, let me know and we will explore those with some of the amazing sales leaders that we have in our network. Connect with me, Kyle Holder, on LinkedIn or Twitter and share your thoughts. And that's it for this week's episode of the Practical Sales Podcast. I will be back with a new guest who has not been on the podcast before next week. Until then, see you later. Thank you.